Hi, and welcome to the Swell Shenanigans Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda, but you can call me Swell. Here on the Swell Shenanigans Podcast, I like talking about all things pop culture, social media, and shenanigans from the comfort of my studio apartment here in Los Angeles. And today, I first would like to start out by apologizing for there not being any episode last week. I need to get better at planning out how I notify you guys when there's a last minute update of how there's not going to be an episode. I had originally planned on there being an episode last week and then VidCon got away from me and planning for VidCon got away from me. Um, and there just, there wasn't an episode and I didn't want to do another short episode or have it be out late. So I just decided let's, uh, cut it and not have an episode. And Hermes is here. He's sleepy. So I apologize if he wanders into my lap or (laughs) frame. Here he is. Say hi, bubs. I'm yes, I'm in sweatpants. Okay, I, I have a lot to do today. We have an episode today. There's quite a few things to cover. Um, I want to start out first by talking about the daily harvest situation. I have a full YouTube video coming out. It'll be out the Friday after this episode comes out. But I wanted to talk about it here as well, just because I do know that I do have some listeners and some viewers on YouTube that actually don't watch my regular content, which is amazing. Thank you for supporting this podcast and just finding it on your own, I guess, and not have, coming here from you. YouTube, that's really cool to, to find out. I, I want to talk about it here as well because I want to make sure that if you do have these lentil French leek and French lentil and leek crumbles in your freezer or something that you are not eating them because though Daily Harvest is trying to course correct their uh, very poor response, um, I do not think it's enough at this time still. And I am still worried that the number that they are saying of people who have been affected after eating these crumbles, I I think the number's low right now. And I'm worried we're going to see it grow because I I do think there's probably people who still are just thinking they had a mystery illness and uh, don't know what's the cause right now. And so they're not reaching out to Daily Harvest. And so Daily Harvest doesn't have the official number of who has been affected potentially. But for those of you that aren't aware, Daily Harvest is a food company that does direct to consumer. And they are mostly known for their pre-blended smoothies where you just kind of order your your flavors that you like, you get the cup with all the pre-cut up vegetables and portions, you put it in your blender and you have a smoothie. Well, they recently launched uh, one of their uh, chew crumbles and their crumbles are basically like ground beef, ground meat substitutes that are all protein based. And so you can just kind of add it in the way you would add ground meat into anything really. Um, So they had a PR package with these crumbles go out Uh, about two months ago now to a select group of influencers. And they had a pop-up here in LA where they also were giving out crumbles and they sold them in their store in New York and online, okay, for their consumers, which they start, they went public like a week or two after the influencers started getting their packages and not long after the pop-up. Abby Silverman on TikTok was the first person that I heard talk about this publicly. So she got the uh, PR box the PR package and tried the crumbles for, uh, I think tacos or something. She ate them for dinner. And uh, a few hours later, she was having severe abdominal pain. And she knew that the only thing that she had eaten that it had been different was those. So she had taken a picture of the uh, French lentil and leek crumble package and uh, ended up going to the hospital, had elevated liver levels, extreme uh, pain, 
and they were handling it going up and down, but it was basically like still a mystery illness, but she was fairly certain that it had something to do with the crumbles because again, she said that it was the only thing that she'd eaten that had been different and she had never had these types of symptoms before. She had never had something like this happen. They kept checking various, like she had the elevated liver levels, her blood work came back clear, that she didn't have gallstones, still dealing with this off and on for the last two months. She's been dealing with this in and out of the hospital, numerous amounts of tests. And then finally, two days prior to her post, she got something from Daily Harvest saying that they are experiencing that they are getting reports that some people are experiencing uh, gastrointestinal issues, discomfort, I believe was the word that was used. And um, if you have the crumbles to not continue to eat them. So this was confirmation that this was going on. And this was probably caused by the crumbles to Abby. And so she searched it to see if anyone else was experiencing these same symptoms because she thought she was alone. She thought this was something that she was just dealing with alone. And sure enough, she goes to Reddit and finds dozens of people talking about how they have been in and out of the hospital, all this blood work coming back clear, elevated liver levels, insane abdominal pain. And all of them can are contributing it back to their crumbles. Now, again, I am not involved in this situation and I am not affected by the situation. I have, though I had planned on doing a review on Daily Harvest in the future, I have not done so and I have not purchased from them. That being said, I need to cover my butt because if they were going to go after anyone over the situation, it would be someone like me covering this and not someone who has been actively harmed allegedly by the situation. So I do need to make this disclaimer that though I believe the cases and the reports coming out from the actual people who have consumed the crumbles, everything is alleged and nothing is confirmed at this time. Personally, I encourage you to make your own choices. I personally will never be buying from Daily Harvest because of the situation and because of how they've handled the situation from what I can see, okay? But make your own choices. Originally, there was uh, there was uh, claims being made that Daily Harvest was deleting comments on social media talking about this and that there was an implication that there was there was some form of like trying to keep it quiet or that's how people were perceiving it as, okay? And uh, a lot of people who had bought the crumbles are claiming that they didn't receive anything. And also people who didn't necessarily get the crumbles but are active uh, subscribers of Daily Harvest and often get their food have not heard anything and have not received anything. Or prior to this, they hadn't received anything. More people are experiencing a genuine discomfort. There are ongoing issues. There is a very real concern for a lot of these people that they may have long-term liver damage. They're not sure what the long-term effects of this may be. And in the original email, because Abby shared the screenshot in her TikTok, it talks about how they said there is a literal clause, a paragraph saying that it that because of certain legumes, because of enzymes and legumes, they must be heated beforehand to a certain degrees. And so far, nothing has been found in their uh, what's it called, and they are doing an active investigation. And I took that, and it seems like most people took that as trying to kind of shift the blame as a consumer error, and that this was something that was happening because the customers were not properly cooking the items, and that that was why they were getting sick. And I don't like that at all, especially with the amount of I talked about this in my video. Again, it's not out yet, but like there's so many different demographics potentially of people who are buying it to say that every single person, both the people who got it early, the people who got it from a pop-up, the people who are buying it online and or going to an in-store location and buying it there, and the people who are getting it shipped to them, all of that. To say that all those individuals, that this many people who are feeling sick, they all didn't read the instructions and didn't cook it properly is insulting the intelligence of your buyers. That's fucked up and I can't stand it. So already not a fan. 
Okay. It only got worse because uh, Daily Harvest went to their original advertisements for their mushroom and thyme or uh, whatever it was, the other crumble that so far no one has reported any issues with as far as I can see. And it is currently sold out on their website. On that advertisement with like one of the bags in the background, it said, hi, there's an update about our, our French lentil and leek crumbles. Click the link in our bio to see. And it still had all the other hashtags and everything. And so it was basically like clicking through to find out whether or not I am genuinely going to get sick from eating your products. And like them with like the pro the process of their voluntary recall. Like there's an update, come check this out. And the fact that it was like a link in bio is so again, insulting. That's so messed up. It's like, no, no, you need to make this clear. I shouldn't have to click through multiple links to find out what you're doing about this situation, to find out if there's any causation for why I'm feeling like my in my stomach is on fire. Some of these people are reporting that they couldn't even put their hand on their stomach. They were in so much pain. Like this is awful. Okay. Same thing with Twitter. They later changed it to their link in bio and it, their bio said that, uh, please click here to get more information. Instagram now says that as well. They now have multiple posts talking about, um, their current updates and how they're working with the FDA and how they have, uh, put a note on the website and to encourage everyone that if you still have these items, please do not eat them and, uh, to throw them out. Some people I've seen reports of people saying that they are finding local labs that they can send their items to the bags, the packaging and all of that of what they still have to, to do their own testing. Cause they just are right now have lost most of their faith in daily harvest. They don't have trust in them. I believe the number that daily harvest shared, let me pull it up really quick. They gave the total of what was totally sent out. So they're saying that from April 28th to June 17th, 2022, approximately 28,000 units of the recalled product were distributed to consumers in the continental United States through their online sales and direct delivery and all of that. They are now saying that about, what's the number, 470 reports of illness. That seems honestly too low to me at this rate. And I'm, I'm like, I'm still seeing posts of people being like, I'm just now hearing about this. I, I was in the hospital. My girlfriend and I were in and out of the hospital off and on for the last week. Like I was in so much pain, all this stuff. Something is wrong. On another Instagram post, it says all pathogen and toxicology results have come back negative so far, but we're continuing to do expensive testing, extensive testing, and we'll keep you updated. Honestly, I just, I hate how they respond to this. Like I said, I personally will never buy from Daily Harvest because of this. I personally do not trust them at all at this point. And there are other reports of them potentially removing other items from their uh, website. People are like, hey, this has lentils in it as well. Is that why this is done? I have that in my freezer. Should I be concerned? I'm literally going through all of my daily harvest items to see what has lentils in it now. To wor I'm worried about this. And uh, daily harvest replied and said, no, it's just sold out. That's why because of its, po its popularity, it's not removed. But someone said, then why is it not on your website? And why does it not just say out of stock? I don't know what's going on there. I'm hoping that it is something with the lentils themselves because then that's something they can target. I hope it's not something in like their procedures. It's not something in their machines or their packaging. It's not in their handling of the items. It's not in their sanitation or anything like that. Um, because if it had, if it's not, if, if it's just this one product, then I'm, then it might be something that's actually in the ingredients themselves. And, you know, if it has gone to other items and things like that, then I would hope that they would shut down their facilities entirely until they figure out what the situation is. And someone's going to comment, they're going to lose a lot of money 
from shutting down, researching, figuring out the investigation and doing all of that, doing the recalls. Yeah, they're going to lose a lot of money. But you know what else costs a lot of money? Losing all of the trust from your buyers and your customers. That's what is happening. And I, I, I'm glad they're course correcting. I don't think it's enough. Um, I, I really don't. My heart goes out to everyone who is actively still dealing with these symptoms. I, I hope with everything that I am that these uh, lo- that you, there is not long-term damage from this and that you guys are able to find an answer to what is going on and that Daily Harvest steps up and helps with medical bills, if not covers all of it, because this is the the leading cause of poverty in this country is unforeseen medical debt like or just medical debt in general it seems like everyone is reporting that they cooked everything thoroughly that they have were healthy prior to this and to again be going through this when we are still coming out of still in a pandemic and still dealing with that trauma of the mystery illness and going to the hospital and not being able to leave like that's real for people that's not going away and the fact that we are still dealing with that and this is all happening i'm just i'm so sorry it's it's horrible and so I, I will link everything down below. I will link the recall email and all of that. If you have bought from Daily Harvest uh, the crumbles and you are experiencing any symptoms, please reach out to them and make sure that that number is continued to be updated with your symptoms and all of that. If I find any other information, I will continue to update the links in the bio of this podcast. I'm just, I'm, I'm so sorry. I know I'm starting off with a banger right away, which is super positive. I just, this makes me so uncomfortable. It really does. Like this, I, I talk about on this podcast, a variety of different things, um, but this is active. This is not someone being scammed. This is not, you know, misappropriating of funds or uh, people not getting their refunds when they requested it. This is actively causing harm to people. And we don't know about the long-term effects of it. And that's just really unsettling. And if anything, I hope that this kind of informs other companies moving forward that when there is something like this that comes up, they take it seriously from the jump. And they make sure that they are working with various bodies of, you know, experts to help uh, mitigate anything, like especially the damage to someone's body, hopefully, or that this is if they do find something from these investigations, I hope they publicize it. If they don't, I think that'll be the nail in their coffin personally. But I hope they publicize it so that these issues are not replicated in the future. And that other companies that do these direct to consumer food products and all of that for healthy living and all this stuff, we find out what this deal is, and we make it public so that it's that it can be fixed and avoided in the future. Because again, People want to live healthy lives for the most part. People want to feel good and healthy and like they're doing the, the right thing for themselves and their families and their loved ones and the planet even. And so to be making those choices and then have out of the blue, just trying a new product turned into, you know, months of pain and medical debt and just lack of answers is terrifying. And so Again, I keep meaning to move forward, but I just, I, uh, the more I think about this, the worse the, the pit in my stomach gets. I hate this. Anyways, I'll, I'll keep you posted if there's more updates on that. Anyways, uh, Jeff Wittick and David Dobrik, I've covered that case a lot and my feelings on the excavator accident that happened in, I believe, 2020. And uh, we have an update. 
Jeff Wittick is suing David Dobrik for more than $10 million over the near-fatal excavator stunt months after calling him a fake friend and a scumbag. This is from BuzzFeed from June 24th. David Dobrik is being sued by fellow YouTuber Jeff Wittick over the near-fatal excavator accident that, acu- that occurred in June 2020. As you might recall, Jeff, David, and others are in their then-close group of friends, aka the Vlog Squad, were filming content for David's YouTube channel, which is infamous for dangerous stunts. But the group went a step too far when David took control of the excavator in a shallow lake in Utah and swung Jeff, who was hanging onto a rope attached to the machine at high speeds. In the video footage uploaded to his YouTube channel, Jeff could be seen slamming into the excavator when David suddenly halted it before falling into the lake. Jeff endured near-fatal injuries as a result of the failed stunt, including a broken foot and hip, a torn ligament in his leg, and a skull shattered in nine places. Doctors also told him that he became dangerously close to losing his eye, and he announced a few months ago that he'd only just gotten the plates out during following his ninth surgery. Although he's undergone multiple successful surgeries, Jeff has noted that he'll have lifelong brain injuries as a result of the stunt. Now Jeff is suing David for a general negligence and intentional tort. In a new lawsuit obtained by multiple outlets. He is seeking over $10 million in damages, claiming that he's lost wages and earning capacity and has accumulated numerous large hospital bills per TMZ. Yeah, and I've spoke about this before. He's going to have lifelong effects of this accident. And oh gosh, I mean, I, I, I encouraged him to get the money. I Not that he listens to this podcast or knows who I am in any capacity, but a variety of people have also encouraged him. So the fact that he's taking this step I'm happy about it, personally. According to the outlet, Jeff alleges that in the suit that he has suffered critical injuries because of David's actions. He claimed that while the group was filming out on the lake in Utah, David was the one to suggest that someone hold on to the rope attached to the excavator while he swung them around in the air. Jeff reportedly claims in the legal filings that when he was hanging on to that rope, David swung the machine at unsafe speeds before abruptly slowing it down, causing Jeff to slam into the side of the excavator with high force and suffer a myriad of injuries. Apparently he doesn't list the specifics of his injuries in the lawsuit, but he has talked about it so far. Whittick says as a result of the incident, he suffered wage loss, loss of earning capacity and racked up hospital bills. He's suing for general negligence and intentional tort. He's suing for more than 10 million in damages. We reached out to a rep for David so far, no word back. And that seems to be the case for all the articles I'm seeing. This isn't the first lawsuit out of social media, but I, I think this may be I don't want to say the largest because I know the the uh, the Pauls keep getting sued, J- Logan and Jake. At least Jake does. So I mean, I don't even think this is the first time that David's been sued, if I remember correctly. But I mean, oh god, it'll be interesting to see how this goes. Frankly, I'm sure. I mean, I don't know if it's going to be a public trial or not. I think he sued him in the state of California. What's California's public trial thing? Hang on. Okay, so far I'm just saying it's like first come, first serve basis. But since I guess this would be considered a celebrity case, do I think it'd be publicized? I don't know. But I mean, it's people are going to want to know what's going on. So I mean, hey, if it happens in California, maybe I'll go. I don't know. Just to see how this pans out. Because I, I hope Jeff wins. I really do. I hope he does. I hope he gets his money. I really do. And yeah, that's kind of really, that's the update we have is that there is now a lawsuit filed. That's really where we're at. He's, David's being sued. Um, before I talk about VidCon, I want to talk about the Misguided update. I didn't get a chance to talk about this originally. So Misguided is a UK-based uh, fashion brand that was very popular amongst influencers and content creators. I have seen multiple ads from them and multiple collaborations from them uh, over the years throughout social media. And um, a few 
weeks ago uh, in June or at the start of June, uh, people started talking about how they weren't getting uh, their stuff and that it looks like the website had been shut down and they hadn't been active on their social media for a while. And they hadn't placed orders, but hadn't gotten confirmation orders or they were starting to get refunds and were not getting their refunds, but their cards were charged and all this stuff. I looked into it and I thought it was odd that their US website still says under construction. Their social media had not been updated since May 31st. And it looked like they had quietly filed for bankruptcy and had shut things down with people still not having orders available. Um, now there is an update. So on the 21st, they put out on their Twitter, we know you may still have some questions. So head over to our FAQ page via the link. And our customer services team is also on hand for any other unanswered queries. To our customers, you may have seen that there have been some changes over the last few weeks at MGHQ. As of the 1st of June, 2022, the misguided brand was acquired by Fraser's Group PLC, a world-leading retail group, and we're super excited to bring Misguided back stronger than ever before. Thanks for your continued support. We hope to see you soon, all at Misguided. And then people said, think you could reply, please. If that's the case, then why after June 1st, 2022, was I told that my order, which took place before the 30th of May, would still reach me? Me too. I was assured my order from the 27th would be received. So if you click the link, there's more information. Misguided customer statement. We've been quieter than usual, so we wanted to update you on what's been happening here at Misguided. While trying to build our brand and bring you the products we love, we have been faced with challenges. On the 30th of May, 2022, our former company, Misguided Limited, went to administration and Tenio were appointed to the handle of the company's outstanding credit, including anything owed to customers for orders placed before the state. So orders placed before the 30th of May. On the 1st of June, 2022, the misguided brand was acquired by Fraser's Group PLC, a world-leading retail group. Fraser's Group has unrivaled platform and excellent operations, which will provide strong foundations for the next chapter of misguided. We are excited for our future as we reshape our brand, product offering, and customer experience to come back stronger than ever before. We are acutely aware of the impact Misguided's administration has had, and we'd like to take this opportunity to thank you for our continued support. We understand there will be questions. Please see the FAQ section if you find relevant information. Is Misguided still running? Yes, our website will be back on, went back online as of Friday the 17th, June 2022. Any orders placed from Friday 17th, June 2022 will be subject to our new terms and conditions, which you can find here. I'm in the from the USA. Can I still shop in Misguided? Unfortunately, the list we settle into our new processes and systems, we are only shipping to the UK. We will change this as soon as we can. I want to return an order placed before the 16th of June 2022. What can I do? Or I return a parcel but never received a refund. Any orders placed before the 16th of June were from Misguided Limited and therefore any monies owed rank as an unsecured claim in the administration. The, administra the administrators have advised that they are legally unable to refund unfulfilled orders or accept any refunds for any items you may wish to return. You may make a claim to the administration to become an unsecured creditor by logging in at www.ips-docs.com and submitting a claim. If you don't have a login details, you have any other questions, contact Misguided Creditors. I placed an order and it hasn't been dispatched. Will this bill still be sent? Unfortunately, any orders placed before June 16th are with Misguided Limited and therefore not responsibility of Fraser's group as the order was placed prior to the administrator, administration pre of the acquisition of the brand. I want to return an order. You can return any orders placed from June 17th within 28 days of receipt. I have a gift voucher. Will this still work? There were no misguided gift vouchers in circulation before 17th of June. So I'm in the US, so it doesn't matter. But I mean, personally, again, what is going on here? Like they, uh, you announce the bank, if you're filing for bankruptcy, 
You announce the bankruptcy. You don't just get to keep them. I hate this. I guess legally, yeah, the money is now subject to the acquisition and is not in flux and they cannot return things because Fraser's group now has it. And I'm assuming they didn't have to take on that debt or they just paid it off or something like that. I don't know. But if anything, if you have money that Misguided is still holding on, contact your bank, file a claim, dispute the charge, because I think that's all you can really do at this point. They're clearly not going to help. Sorry, we can't. Like, that's the overall vibe of like, unfortunately, that's not how this works. Like, that's the vibe I'm getting. So I think the best bet is that if you do still have money in circulation through Misguided and you have not received your product or you are looking for a refund, contact your bank. I think that's the only option at this point. I'm sorry there's not a better update. I don't know. Maybe the new Misguided will be better handled, but it does seem like they just kind of just nuked it into the ground and now people's money they still have. And some people are saying that their their auto pays are still being taken out, even though they will not be receiving their products. So cancel everything. And this is why I am very much against uh, the afterpay situation. Well, one of the reasons I think everyone is quietly racking up a ton of debt and they're not realizing it. So that's my concern with afterpay and Klarna and all those things. So yeah, contact your banks. I think that's the only option we have at this point. I think that's everything. VidCon, like I said, I went to VidCon. I have a full video coming out about that as well. That'll be out next week. But it's looking like VidCon might have been a COVID super spreader event. Honestly, not surprised. Um, the first day that I was there, they did do uh, checks. So we had to basically provide that we had been vaccinated and we were two weeks out from our last dose or have a negative COVID test. And uh, I had my vaccination, I got my wristband checked, and that was the requirement for everywhere. Some of the events that I went to, I had to prove vaccination status and all of that, but those were outside of VidCon itself. I believe it was day two when uh, Hank Green, one of the featured creators and a former founder of VidCon, tested positive, he said. Um, a lot of the featured creators and people that were involved in the event itself were testing daily and doing rapid tests every morning. And that's why a lot of people were finding out that they were COVID positive then. And I want to point out as well, because uh, some people are like, you couldn't have gotten it that quickly. When I got COVID, I had COVID in January. Um, I got it from New Year's Eve and I was sick within two days. Like I think I woke up like that after, I think it was that afternoon is when my throat started hurting. And then the following day I was on my ass. Like it was two, it was two days out from when I got infected. So it would not surprise me if they got it from setup or from uh, like opening day of just even getting there or traveling. And I'm sure someone brought it in. I don't know. But and then people were starting to test positive very quickly because I had a, I had a positive test that within six hours of me waking up awful, you know, so it's that type of thing. I, I had my symptoms very quickly. I tested positive very quickly. At this time, I have not gotten it. Uh, a few people I've been around have not been tested positive, but they were around people who did test positive. But no one that I directly interacted with has tested positive that I am aware of. Um, at this time, I'm still negative. I don't have any symptoms. I tested negative this morning. I tested negative yesterday. I'm going to continue to self-isolate just to be safe, um, but I'm not sure if I had it recently enough that I am still in the clear. As you know, I'm vaccinated, but right now I'm feeling good just self-isolating to be safe because I don't know if like I could have it 
or be non-symptomatic or something. I don't I don't know how that all works now with the current variants. I don't know if this is Omicron. Omicron is what I had. It was the hyper, um, what's it called? Again, I don't like saying that it was like the mild variant, like everyone is saying, um, because I was miserable and the brain fog, the long lasting symptoms that I had lasted for a good two, three months. I don't think it's mild when you when it impacts your life for that long, whether it kills me or not, you know? So and a lot of people are still experiencing long COVID and long lasting effects. Um, I'm, I'm fine now. Uh, I haven't had the same issues that I am aware of, unless I do still experience brain fog. And I just I've gotten used to it. So I don't really clock it the same way. If anyone was at VidCon, I do encourage you to get tested. If you met me as of right now, I am still testing negative, but I'm gonna continue to update everyone because I did meet a lot of people. It was great meeting so many of you and so many uh, other creators that I adore and meeting them and being able to hear them say that they they liked my videos or that they watch all my videos and all of that. Like, I'm sure I made this face a lot. Sorry, audio listeners, but like, excuse me. Like I was doing that the entire time because people that I've been watching for years were telling me that they liked my videos and it was crazy. Everyone was just very great and welcoming and it was wonderful. And I just met so many people. I hung out with Anarchy for a, lo a, a lot of uh, some of the party and things like that, which was very nice. I was not a featured creator or an invited guest or full access. I did end up buying my own creator pass. However, um, someone at the Amazon live team, the Amazon influencer program put me on their list for the Hyatt activation. Why? How? I don't know. I just got the email and I showed up, but I got the red wristband that got me access into the Hyatt where all of the featured creators were staying and where a bunch of other people were staying. It was really cool to be invited into all of these different, uh, brand, these, uh, creator spaces and all of that. And I met so many cool people and everyone was great. Everyone was super nice and meeting all these industry people in that area was great. Again, there's certain things that I could talk about, but it's like, I don't know. There's not, there was no tea. There's no, like I was slighted or I saw people fight or anything like that. Like it was all very tame. Everyone was very polite. Lots of TikTokers, lots of YouTubers and people that I've seen around a lot. Um, I did feel extremely out of touch. I really did because the amount of feature creators that I did not recognize was stupid high. <laughs> very high of a number. A bunch I did, but still a, a majority of them, I was like, I maybe I've seen you on my For You page, maybe. But yeah, it was just, everyone was super nice. Everyone that came up and said hi to me, thank you so much. Um, I'm, I'm super awkward at these events. And even if, I fo if we follow each other on social media, I'm just gonna assume I'm annoying you if I come and say hi. So the fact that everyone came up and said hi to me was, was very nice and I, I really did appreciate it. Um, sorry if I was awkward or anxious, I don't know, <laughs> however I came across. Um, I hope it was as fun for you meeting me as it was for me meeting you, I guess, I don't know. Um, and thank you to all the viewers that came up and said hi. Um, some of you got pictures, which is very sweet. And yeah, I just, as far as a safety measure to be safe with everyone, um, I'm gonna continue to update. If I do test positive, I will be sure to make that very clear. But at this time I feel fine and I'm still testing negative. Yeah. I, I'll video on VidCon TBD uh, coming out next to TBD. It's coming out next Tuesday. I don't know why I said TBD. That doesn't make sense to be determined. It's coming out next Tuesday. I'll be going next year. We'll see if next year happens, depending on if this is deemed a super spreader event. But yeah, a lot of a lot of creators, industry people, attendees are, it looks like are testing positive. That's really all I can say on that. Lots of fluids that helped me really just pass out, take a nap. I'm dead serious. I got the really bad pressure headache what like a the worst headache I've ever had in my life. My whole head felt it was in a vice. It was awful. Um, I had like a, a, an ice face mask and like a bag of frozen uh, fruit that I just like put between 
<laughs> on both sides of my head, like the idiot sandwich meme, but like with the ice and I like laid down on one and I put the other one just on top of my head and I took a nap. <laughs> it helps. <laughs> um, but lots of fluids and just rest. That's really all I can encourage you. Um, and please get tested if you haven't been tested yet. And uh, that's really going to be it. Um, if you liked listening to this podcast episode, I know we went on a roller coaster. We covered recalls. We covered lawsuits. We covered uh, bankruptcy. And we covered potential COVID super spreader. Wow. You guys are in for a real treat. Isn't the show fun and uplifting? Isn't this a great time for everyone? <laughs> oh, gosh. But if you liked this episode and you're listening, whether on YouTube or on a podcast platform, thank you all so much for listening and tuning in. There will be another episode next Wednesday. I will get back into making sure that when I say new episodes every Wednesday, I'm not a filthy little liar. Uh, if you like this episode, please rate and subscribe or uh, rate and leave a comment or share this podcast if you would like it. That's always great. And as always, I'm your host, Amanda, but you can call me Swell and that's going to be it. Hope you have a lovely week. Goodbye.